1: The highly anticipated limited edition Smartwool and Grateful Dead collection has finally dropped exclusively at Smartwool.com. You may know Smartwool as the go-to brand for all things merino wool, from socks to base layers. Smartwool has been keeping people comfortable outside for decades with some of the softest and ethically sourced merino wool out there. Well, Smartwool's limited edition collection and collaboration with the Grateful Dead is backed by popular demand right in time for the holidays. From t-shirts and hoodies to beanies and socks, now you can have the next level comfort of Smartwool with all your favorite iconic Grateful Dead designs. Shop the drop exclusively at smartwool.com and get it before it's gone for good. Gone, gone. Come for good. That's SmartWool, S-M-A-R-T-W-O-O-L dot com. Welcome to this special episode of Undermine, brought to you by our partners at Smartwool. RJ, what are we talking about today?
0: Well, um, hello, Tom. First of all, and, and hi, Benji.
2: Hello. Hi, RJ. Hi, Tom.
0: We uh, we don't the three of us don't get to talk that much on this podcast, so it's it's fun. Um, Smartwool has graciously um, graciously asked us to to help get the word out about the Smartwool Grateful Deadline that they released, and part of that is we we thought we'd do an episode today about outdoor venues um you know i i i have some thoughts on this but and i think we all are going to go in different directions but when you think about the stuff that SmartWool does and it's a lot of outdoor gear and we are thinking about our favorite outdoor venues and i think we're going to hit a bunch of different spots here benji what where does out when you say fish outdoor venues what's what's the pinnacle in your mind
2: Well, uh, RJ, Tom, I have, uh, I have a a lot to say about favorite outdoor venues, uh, quickly, just because I've, I've had this weird fascination with outdoor venues that goes back to when I was as young as like, um, like maybe 11 years old playing soccer. And I would imagine where the stage would go in the field and how the infrastructure would look and where the ticket taker would be, wherever I look, uh, instead of seeing, you know, castles for windmills. I saw stages in the grass. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's pretty much how I spent my preteen years. It <laughs> uh, explains a lot. Yeah, at least in my daydreams. <laughs> you know? uh, and so last night, I know I should have been doing something productive, like, you know, watching TV or playing Minecraft or whatever. But uh, I was literally stare, staring at my ceiling, just daydreaming about all the great outdoors and all these wonderful, great outdoor places where some promoter said, you know what, guys? we can put a stage here. And then, you know, as an audience member, you get there and you go, they, they put a stage there? You know, it's just something special and sacred that happens when you put a stage someplace special and sacred. Um, and of course, I know you guys, you know, are familiar with, you know, Red Rots and The Gorge and those always get, get mentioned. Uh, and they always win the awards for best outdoor venues of that size. You know, and I also think about places smaller where fish couldn't play, but like the Henry Miller Library, the uh, Hollywood Forever Cemetery. These are just amazing places. But to get to the question, I'm sorry, guys. The favorite outdoor venue to see fish. Okay, so <laughs> I'm inclined to lean into something like, if there's, there's this venue in Bend, Oregon. I think it, it changed names. Uh, I think it's called the Hayden Homes Amphitheater now. Um but i remember you know in 1995 uh, or 2015 rather when fish played there and tom they were doing all the songs that that you had just written uh, like blaze On and mercury yep. and uh for the first time and it was just such a a wonderful experience and i also you know thought a lot about the the polo field in indio california where where uh they did festival 8 and you know i think the time is around for that festival but it's just if they did it now, that it hit it out of the park, uh, or at least out of the polo field, as it were, because it's a part of the country where it's always sunny, it, it, it never rains, for better or for worse, and Coventry would have never been curveballed, or or at least curveball would have never been Coventryed uh, if they had it there. But but that's not a, a real venue. So, okay, guys, I will finally cut to the chase. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Tahoe.
0: No, you can't and, cut to the chase. You, you already missed the chance to cut to the chase.
2: Yeah. Well, well okay. <laughs> well, the chase is over. We're in Tahoe, uh state like Nevada. So of all and, those
1: beautiful places, you chose basically a parking lot.
2: That's exactly right, Tom. Uh, and, and this is, that's the funny thing. Uh, so, you know, now it, it, I think it's called Lake Tahoe Outdoor Arena, but of course we know it as Harvey's Amphitheater, you know, whatever. It's also just like how the Indio is not real, a real venue. Neither is this, uh, It's not an obvious first choice for a favorite outdoor venue because, I mean, it it is literally, as you're getting it, it's literally a stage and some bleachers in a parking lot. But that's just it. It's a stage and some bleachers in a parking lot that happens to be steps away from casinos and also the majestic Lake Tahoe. And uh, it combines two of my biggest draws for fish offer nights. There's casino fish which is always a winning bet because you have this, you know, you have an abundance of, of lodging options. You have 24 hour hot bots culture. Uh, You have have this permissive, you know, attitude where at three in the morning at a bar, you know, it's like, Oh, you guys want to come in here and and be rowdy and talk about something called tweezer. Come on in. Oh, and play some slots while you're at it. You know? So, so I love that. And then of course there is uh, the, the great outdoors. You know, uh, it's a, one of those places that really just highlights a natural setting uh, like Mishawaka or, or the caverns. You know, Tahoe is just a parking lot with a stage, but if you look at where it is from the bird's eye view, it's, it's just incredible. So yeah, I love everything about it. That um, is, also, that
0: is so, such a great, interesting pick.
2: Uh, it is. And one other thing that I should say as an add-on is just that uh, I really do enjoy seeing fish in, in a, on a beach in Mexico, uh, even if I hate dancing on the sand.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if Mexico was allowed because it's almost like how we can't rate, uh, you know, the Great Win or 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 Big Cypress as shows um, per our previous guests. But, um, you know, we, Tom and I went together in 2018 to Tahoe. Um, and I remember after the first show, I my friends, the the infamous Stringdusters were playing at one of the hotels at, at post show. And so I like went you know, in into a casino after the show and like fucked around in the casino and then went to another concert. And I, I totally get um, what you're saying. That's an interesting choice.
1: And I get everything you're saying about the lake. Every single time I go there, I then get a boat and go out on the lake for a couple of days. And it's, uh, it's phenomenal.
2: That's what I mean. I think it's less about the venue and more about the experience of that weekend. Yep.
0: All right, Thomas, what, what do you got? Um, well, first
1: of all, Benji... First of all, RJ, aren't you glad you didn't ask Benji for his top five outdoor fans? Because <laughs> um, uh, he did give us five. I don't know if you were counting. Um, and uh, if I was a West Coaster, I would probably consider um, the Greek Theater. But that's a great place. But it is since, a great place. since I'm an East Coaster... My favorite venue to see fish outdoors is up the New York Thruway, Route 87, just north of Albany. It's a place known for a nearby racetrack that for the horse lovers in our audience, but is also famous for springs, springs full of naturally healing water that comes from deep underground and apparently is healthy to drink, but also to bathe in. Of course, I'm talking about SPAC, Saratoga Performing Arts Center in Saratoga Springs, New York. My favorite, really... Kind of because it's the best outdoor hang that we've perfected over the years. Uh, There's like a VIP parking lot up near the top of the venue that Fish gives me access to. And I get there early and bring food, drink, music, and plenty of chairs. And it always turns into an amazing tailgate party before the show. RJ, uh, you stopped by uh, some of those parties.
0: Yeah. That's great. To have sandwiches and beers and then go in. It's back and it's beautiful. I mean, being in a state park and around a state park i mean that that's you can't ask for more
1: yeah amar came and played guitar the the famous osiris musician uh amar sastry um there's a constant flow of people that arrive kind of i think maybe by bus nearby and there's just there's a parade of people and some of them stop and talk and it's just fabulous uh a couple notes the water itself uh we walked around the park once to find the actual springs don't bother. The water is gross and stinky. <laughs> I wouldn't drink it if he paid me. That didn't stop uh, President Roosevelt, though, um, who has a spa and bath and pool complex named after him. I think he would soak because of his ailment, uh, polio, right? Uh, we're talking, of course, uh, Franklin Roosevelt. He hung yeah. out He hung out there in the late 30s and early 40s. But there's also um, an expensive hotel or resort called the uh, Gideon Putnam in the park itself but it full, fills up with Wooks <laughs> during shows. And it's very hard to get into for fish shows. And it's a non-Wook hotel. It's amazing. But what they do, you're better off getting an Airbnb or staying in this, You know, there's a lot of places to stay in Saratoga. But um, I think the Gideon like goes from like 250 a night for fish nights, like a, a grand. And I'm not kidding. I, I've seen, I think a $1,000 and they jack up the prices to keep the Wooks out, but that doesn't work. They, they should know that by now. Anyway, that's Spac.
2: Also, Tom, you know there was a year I when I left Spac. I think it was 1995 when uh, Mr. Fishman was looking for his car, where <laughs> I was one of the last people to leave because I was waiting for my friends who couldn't find the car that I had found, and meanwhile, uh, Mr. Fishman came asking if anyone had seen his car. <laughs>
0: Wonderful. True story. that's wonderful um that's a, those are both great picks i'm just gonna just to round it out quickly i just i'm gonna have to say the man and partially because it's now two miles from my house and so we can we could walk home from a fish show which is just like outrageous i haven't done it yet but it's also a five minute drive but um and it's a really beautiful outdoor venue like it's not you know the size is kind of perfect the acoustics are great the the scene is great um and now it's like my it's my home home neighborhood venue, which I think is really, really cool. I
2: it's love, a beautiful venue. Uh, I love yeah. the
1: man. And there's always good shows there. There's always a good vibe there.
2: We all love the man.
0: Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors comedians or creatives from chino moreno of the deftones john gorelly of portugal the man to fat mike from no and ian MacKay from fugazi and minor threat we go all over the map from fallout boy to slayer peer pleasure has it all check us out now on sound talent media hello tom may here host of future friday i've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band the menzingers where i've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people so i started a podcast